Good afternoon. Today we'll be studying the 16th chapter of Hilchot Machot Asurot Perk Asar. And this chapter is a continuation of the previous chapter in Hilchot Machot Asurot Perk Tedvav, chapter 15, in which we dealt with the different mixtures um, and their details that Hachamim and the Torah prohibits. Isurim Shnit Arevu. This chapter will continue um, with the different mixtures that are prohibited. Uh, also, we'll speak about different mixtures that were mixed as a result of things that are asur that are prohibited for one to derive any benefit from them. For example, orla, or tikrovet apodazara, or yainesech, as we'll see towards the end of the chapter. Just as a recap, um, I think it would be a good idea just to quickly review the different types of ta'aravot that are prohibited. Um, speaking of Min uh, mino, two types of foods that are not of the same. Um, two yes, two foods that are not of the same type. Meha um, Torah from scriptural law, it is prohibited when um, the prohibited item gives a taste um, to the mixture, and when there is mamasho, which we defined um, as three percent of actual subs- substance of isur, and from chachamim. Uh, we said that there are two options. First, and the one that we should try and um, that we should strive for and try and do is for the goy to taste the substance and see if there's actual taste in it. Then the mixture would be rendered prohibited. Or if there isn't a goy, uh, the measure that we use is one to sixty. If there's a ratio of one uh, to sixty or more, um, meaning the one the one being defined as the isur and 60 as heter, so if there is one piece of Isur and 60 pieces of heter, um, Chachamim uh, permitted this type of mixture, and again, this is min beshe enomino. But if you have min bemino, two of the same types of food, from scriptural law, you only need um, a majority, you only need a two to one ratio, uh, that is rov, um, and from Chachamim, uh, they instituted the different types of proportions that we mentioned in the previous chapter. So we mentioned um, for most Isurian, it is a 1 to 60 ratio. Uh, for Matenot Kehuna and Teruma and anything of that sort, it was a 1 to 100 ratio. And for things that are Asur uh, for example, Orla and Kileha Kerem, um, and different types of juices out of um, prohibited animals, as we mentioned at the end of previous chapter, the ratio would be 1 to 200. And with that, we'll begin the 16th chapter, Perik Shisha Asar of Hilchot Ma'achalot Asurot. Halakha Aleph. Kol ha-shi'urim ha-elu, shnatunu ha-hamim bedavar ha-asur shnit'arev b'mino ha-mutar, v'shelo haya ha-davar ha-asur me-hames o me-tabel, o davar ha-shuv, shehu omed kemot shehu, v'lo nit'arev v'nitma' bedavar so all the proportions that Hachamim gave in the case um, that you have a forbidden item that was mixed with another item of the same type that was the mix, the original mixture was permitted, but again the Davari um, Sur, the forbidden item, fell into the mixture. This is all um, they all this all these shiurim apply when the forbidden item doesn't act as a souring or spicing. Um, agent, or when it is um, not um, a thing of value as it stands, and when the item 
um, did not dissolve totally into um, into the into the mixture and into the permitted. And now Harambam will give an example of exactly how this applies. Halachabet ketzad how so seor shelehitin sheliturma shenafaletor isat hitim shelehulin. So if you have sourdough of that was made out of wheat of teruma that fell into um, a um, into dough, into a, a piece of dough that was holin, that was um, not teruma. Um, and there was enough sourdough to ferment um, the dough and to cause the dough to leaven. The entire um, piece of dough is considered meduma, and meduma is um, the status of the bread that only the kohen may eat it. So too, spices of tiruma that fell into a dish that was holin, and there was enough spices um, to enhance uh, the to enhance and to spice up the entire dish or the entire mixture, um, and that spice that fell in is the same type of food as the hulin, meaning you can't really different, differentiate um, the effect of the spice on the actual dish, and there's enough spice to enhance the entire dish or the entire mixture. The entire thing is, the entire mixture is meduma, and again, as I mentioned, meduma, only the kohen can eat this type of food. Even though the sourdough that causes the bread to leaven, or if the spice is a one to one thousand proportion of the mixture. So even so, even if it is such um, a small amount of the actual mixture, it still renders the entire mixture uh, forbidden because of the w- rule we mentioned in Halakha Aleph. So too, uh, regarding sourdough of kile hakerem into a regular uh, piece of dough, or spices that were orla that fell into um, a dish, both of which, again, kile hakerem and orla are prohibited to derive benefit. So the same applies here for a mix for a mixture that one of the that again. Um, Se'or of Kileha Kerem and Tevalin of Orla, um, it renders the entire mixture obviously prohibited to be eaten, but also prohibited to derive benefit um, from the entire mixture. Halacha Gimel. Davar Hashuv Shehu Oser Bemino Bechol Shehu. There are certain things of value that are, um, that the smallest amount of them. Uh, renders the entire mixture of their own kind um, prohibited. So again, this is something called davar hashu, something of value. Um, that again, this is all we're all talking about here of min um, bemino. So if you have again something of value that of, of the same kind that um, fell into a mixture, it renders the entire mixture prohibited. Um, so there are seven types of. Um, of things of value that Harambam lists here. Shiva Devarim, there are seven. Ve'eluhen, and they are the following. Egoze Perech. 
nuts from this place called Perech. It was um, a place, I'm not sure exactly where it is. Vidimone Badan and pomegranates from this place called Badan. Vehaviot Setumot, or also sealed barrels. Vehilfot Teradin and beet shoots, uh, the top part um, of the of the beet. Vekilse Echrov and cabbage stalks, Udlat Yevanit and Greek pumpkins, Vekikarot Shelaval Habait and home baked loaves of bread. Halachadalit and Harambam now will give it exactly um, how uh, how this applies. Ketzad, how so? Vimon Echad Mirimune Badan. If you have one pomegranate um, of the pomegranates that we mentioned, pomegranates from Badan, that was Orla, and got mixed up in a few thousand pomegranates, the entire thing is prohibited to derive benefit from and obviously prohibited for one to eat it. <coughs> So to a sealed barrel of wine that was made out of orla or kerem that got mixed up with a few thousand barrels that were sealed, all of the barrels are prohibited to derive benefit. So to the same applies with the rest of the other seven items um, that we mentioned. This halacha is deals with the topic of that you have a piece um, of meat or of chicken um, or of a non-kosher fish. Um, the meat of the chicken obviously is a nevela um, or of, um, yes, you have the p- a piece of meat of a, um, of a nevela. Yes, you have a piece of meat of a Nevela or of a non-kosher animal, chicken, or bird, or fish that got mixed with a few thousand other pieces. The, all the pieces are prohibited until that one piece is removed. And then you can estimate the food against, um, against the piece. Yes, you can estimate the food in the pot against the piece because we don't know how much flavor was absorbed um, with the rest of um, of the pot, because again, it is min um, bemino, and assuming you have a few pieces of meat, and then you have this one piece of meat, um, or chicken, or whatever else I mentioned, um, that is not kosher, you can't really differentiate uh, the taste, because it is again, min bemino, so you have to estimate, the, you have to re- first remove this um, piece of meat, that again, um, is, you one would, um, you would offer, to a guest, um, you would remove that piece of meat and then estimate the food in the pot against um, that piece um, with a 1 to 60 uh, ratio because, again, we don't know how much flavor uh, was absorbed as a result of, um, of that piece.
Now, when we say this piece of meat, um, the Radbaz, Rabbi David ben, Z- ben Zimra, one of the um, commentaries on Harambam, mentions that this piece of meat itself has to be a prohibited piece. Not that it, that piece was mixed uh, with another type of mixture and that piece is forbidden because of the type of mixture it was, um, it, because of the mixture it was rendered uh, prohibited. Um, rather, that piece itself has to be a prohibited piece um, of meat intrinsically. So it has to be a piece of a nevela or a non-kosher animal. Um, and the only exception to that is um, a piece of meat that was mixed with milk. So if the piece of meat was mixed with milk, with milk, um, that piece of meat is also um, can, um, yes, and if it was mixed with a few thousand other pieces and it is, um, and one would offer it to a guest, it renders um, the other thousand um, pieces of meat also uh, prohibited. She'im, yes. So again, if you have this piece of meat um, that you would offer to a guest, um, yes, if you had this piece of meat, the entire um, mix, the entire, and it got mixed with a few other, with a few thousand other pieces, all of them are prohibited again till you remove that piece and then um, measure, uh, then then estimate the food again in the pot against the piece um, as in a one to sixty ratio. Shem lohik biha hareha davar ha asur omed velo nishtana vachaticha hashuva etzlo sharem it kabed ba lifne haorhin because if you don't remove that piece, the the prohibited article still exists and did not change, and the piece of value is still there. Because you would offer it, um, you would offer it to um, to a to a guest. Yes. Halachavav vehu adin b'hatikha shel levasar b'halav or shel lecholin shenishhatu ba'azara shaharehen asurin midivrehen b'hanaya k'moshit ba'er be'ilchot shechita osrin bechol shehen ad sheyagbiya. And this rule applies also for basar um, behalav, uh, that is asur um, mehatora, obviously to eat, but also to derive benefit, or hulin that were uh, slaughtered um, outside of the azara. It is prohi- the rule is that it is prohibited to um, slaughter hulin um, in the azara. It is prohibited to slaughter any type of animal that was not a korban in the azara, and if he did slaughter that animal, it is prohibited um, to derive benefit from that meat, midera banan. <coughs> so as, yes, and as we'll see that in Hilchot Shechita Perik Bet, as we, yes, we'll see that in Hilchot Shechita Perik Bet, Osin Bechot Otan, any amount forbids the mixture it fell into until that piece is removed. Vechen Gid Pashel Im Hagidim or Im Habasar, so too regarding the Gid that was cooked with other Gidim, other sinews, or with other meat. Bizman Shemakiro Magbiho. During the time that you can recognize and you can identify the Gid Hanashe, you can remove it, and the rest of the Gidim and the meat um, is, pro, pro, is permitted because the 
regarding Gidim, as we mentioned before, they don't give off any flavor. But if you don't know and you can't identify the Gid HaNasheh that fell in, the entire um, the entire mixture is prohibited. Since it is recognized and regarded as a separate entity, uh, the Gid HaNasheh, as you mentioned, it is um, def- therefore valuable and considered important and prohibits um, any type of mixture um, that it fell into um, and any amount of the Gid HaNasheh um, renders, yes, any, and it doesn't matter how big the Gid HaNasheh is so long as the entire Gid is intact, it um, prohibits uh, the entire um, mixture, the entire dish. So to all living animals are considered valuable and can never be batel. Um, For example, if you have a shor niska, the shor niska is, as we mentioned before, an ox that is to be stoned. For example, um, and the reason for this is if it had relations. Um, with a woman, so as Shor Niskal. So the Shor Niskal is mixed with a thousand other um, Shivarim. Ve'egla uh, Arufa Elif Agalot, or an Egla Arufa with one thousand other Eglot. Egla Arufa is a calf that, whose neck is to be broken. That's Egla Arufa. The, the case of the Egla Arufa is um, if you have um, an individual who was found dead um, and it, it and the court cannot determine who killed him. So the um, court takes an egla, takes a calf to the closest um, city where the deceased was found, and its neck is broken, and its meat is prohibited to derive benefit from it, just as with the short honey skull. Or sipor mesura hashihuta be'elef siporim, or a bird of the korban of the mitzvah that was mixed with 1,000 other birds. The procedure of a mitzvah in order for him to become tahor is that he brings two um, two birds, um, one that is um, one is sent away and one is slaughtered. The one that is sent away is actually dipped into the blood of the one that is slaughtered and then sent away. The one that is slaughtered is buried. Um, and the one that is, yes, and that bird that is again slaughtered and buried, its meat is prohibited. Um, or the um, firstborn of a donkey that was mixed with um, 1,000 other donkeys. All In all of these cases, um, yes, and regarding the Peter Hamor, um, it must be redeemed. You have to do pidyon on it, and then um, you can... Um, derive benefit and you can do whatever you want with it. So in all of these cases that you have one of all of these um, prohibited items that was mixed with 1,000 other ones because again they are ba'le hayim, they are um, living animals. Um, they are prohibited um, to derive benefit from the entire 1,000 that it was mixed with. Aval she'al However, um, other items that are sold as individual pieces, just as, for example, an animal is sold as an individual piece, um, or 
uh, one of these other items that we mentioned, um, they are regarded uh, like regular food and can be batel based on the proportions that Chachamim gave. Halachachet. Ketzad, how so? If you had a bunch of um, produce that was um, that was yeah that was mixed with two hundred other bunches, or or an etrog that was orla that was mixed with one thousand with sorry with two hundred other etrogim all two hundred are permitted, and the same applies for anything of this sort. Harambam says that in his opinion, anything that is considered valuable to... Um, certain people in a certain locale, for example, Ego Zeperech and Ribone Badan in Israel, at those times that it was considered valuable, they, um, that they prohibit an entire mixture because it is valuable, again, for people in that place and in that time. Mekomot, that the the only reason that these particular items were mentioned, those seven uh, things that we mentioned, um, that render an entire mixture, that e- even a small quantity of them renders an entire mixture uh, prohibited, and th- they are actually mentioned in the Mishnah Masechet Orla Perek Zayin Halachachet, that again, the only reason that these particular items were mentioned is because any amount of them renders um, a mixture prohibited anywhere. And the same ruling applies to all similar things in all other locations. So any item that is considered valuable at that place in that time is um, has the same deen as what we um, as what we just mentioned, that any small Amount renders an entire mixture prohibited. And this is clear that all of these prohibitions are all midirabanan. Um, that yes, that all of these things that we mentioned that davar matirin or davar metabel mehametz or davar hashuv or hatichar uyalit kabed or baale hayim. Um, that are enan betelim that are not that can um, that renders the entire mixture prohibited are all midrabanan um, because as we mentioned at the opening of this chapter um, any um, anything that is min bemino miha Torah is batel berov as long as you have a two to one ratio the mixture is permitted. Now we'll move to halacha yod bet that. We'll speak of second and third ta'aravot. Uh, so ta'aravot, a mixture, and then it got mixed with something else, uh, as we'll see. Halachayyod. Nafal rimon echad min ha-ta'aravet. Hazot. Dishne rimonim aherim mirimone badan. So if you had one uh, pomegranate that fell 
um, that yeah, if you had one pomegranate from such a mixture, in with two other rimone badan, and one of these three then fell in with another batch of uh, pomegranates, hare elu. Yes, and one of these three fell three pomegranates fell into another bunch of other pomegranates. The last set of pomegranates are permitted since the pomegranates from the first mixture were already neutralized um, because of uh, because of the rov. Now. Midrabanan, um, we said that it is be'elef lo batel, but from Torah, because it is batel berov, and you have a second and third mixture, so we can rely on the original scriptural rule that um, it is batel berov, and that's why this third mixture um, would render the mixture permitted, because we say that the first mixture um the entire thing was batel mehatora anyway. And just to point out, this case that Harambam gives us here is yavesh beyavesh, it's items that are dry, that um, it is obviously um, a mean bemino, it's different, it's different, it's types of pomegranates. But if it was a mean she'enomino, you could simply remove the, um, the enomino and then you can um, take the whole mixture and you wouldn't have an issue. But if you had, um, if a pomegranate of the first mixture fell in with a thousand other pomegranates, all of them are uh, forbidden. And we only said that something is batel berov in order to rent, in order to permit it if it is a sefek sefeka, that if the, there is a double doubt. And uh, that is that if the second mixture fell into another place, um, it does not render the new mixture prohibited because in the first case, because you have um, in the first mixture, you have one, I, yes, and you have, because you have two mixtures and it is a safek sefekad. Because it, it is a safek that the first forbidden pomegranate fell into the second ta'arovit and it is also a safek that it didn't fall. And then if you assume that it fell, it is a safek if this, if this pomegranate um, of the second mixture now fell into the third uh, the third mixture. However, if you only have um, the situation that you only that it only that the rimon that the pomegranate that is forbidden only got mixed twice, you don't have the safek sefekaso. If to demonstrate that, you have the following: if you have the rimon that fell into the mixture, and then that rimon fell into another thousand rimonim, you can't say the safek sefeka because you only have one safek that. Safek that this rimon fell into the second mixture, and you only you don't have the safek sefeka, as in the case that if it fell into three uh, mixtures, that's why as I just as Harambam just spelled out that if from this first ta'arovit the one rimon fell into another mixture, it is all all 
all of the the entire mixture, the entire other one thousand, sorry, um, rimonim are prohibited. And we don't say batel berov only in the case of a sefek sefeka. Um, and yes, if from the second um, mixture, the second round, it fell into another one, a third mixture, it does not prohibit all of them, and so to anything um, of this sort. Halacha iod aleph. Now we'll talk about different other types of um, different foods and mixtures. Halacha iod aleph. Nit patze o egozim elu. If you have, um, as we mentioned, egoze perech is um, are considered valuable things. So if you had, um, yes, if the nuts that were rendered forbidden because of one nut of orla um, among among them was cracked, um, or if the um, pomegranates were shredded or cut up or if the barrels um, were open and if the pumpkins were cut up and the um, and the loaves were sliced after they were forbidden they become batel um, if they have a ratio of 1 to uh, 200. Yes. Yes, if they become, yes, if, to 201. If they have a ratio of, two, of 1 to 201, they become, um, the mixture becomes permitted. And again, this is if they are all, if, if, if these valuable items um if some type of significant change occurs to them. So if the nuts were cracked or if um, if they were cut up, uh, the pumpkins or, um, or the pomegranates were cut up, etc. Um, so to the same applies to a piece of um, non-kosher um, meat that was squashed with other pieces and they were all made into one um, one piece, it um, the proportion that we measure um, to be, may, have it batel um, is one to sixty. Halacha yod aleph. Ve'asur lefasea ha'egozim ufared harimonim ve'liftoach ha'chaviyod ahashin esru kedesh yialu be'ehad umatayim she'en mevatelin isur lechatehila. However, it is forbidden a priori to crack the nuts and. Um, cut up the pomegranates and open the barrels after they already prohibited the mixture in order for them to um, be batel of 1 to 200 because we do not um, make, because we don't cancel out any sur from the get-go. But if an individual does in fact do that, we penalize him and the mixture is forbidden for him as we mentioned in the previous um, previous chapter. Now this rule applies that And the case that we're referring to here is if um, the... Um, nuts um, were rendered forbidden because one nut of orla was among them, and as um, as we know, orla is 
אסור, אסור מהתורה. יס. הלכה יוד גימל, שאור של חילי הכרם ושל לתרומה שנפלו לתוך העיסה, if you had uh, sourdough, that's seor, or leaven, of כילי הכרם or תרומה that fell into a loaf, um, sorry, that fell into a batch of dough, rather, לא בזה כדי לחמץ ולא בזה כדי לחמץ, that each piece of seor isn't enough to be mahamitz, that each piece isn't enough to cause the bread to leaven on its own. Uvishnehem keshe yistarifu kede lehames, otah isa asural de Israel umuteret lakohanim. But if, but with the two of them, if the two of them are, um, are mixed, um, they are enough to leaven the dough, that dough is prohibited for a Jew but is permitted for a Kohen because because both Terumah and Kileha Kerem are prohibited for the Jew but terum, since Terumah is permitted um, for the Kohen and we say that the Isa that the dough was leavened um, because of both something that was Heter and Asur the rule is Kol Davar Asur ודבר מותר גורמין לו, הרי זה מותר בכל מקום, as you mentioned in הלכות אבודו זרה, פרק ז', that if you have uh, two items, one is היתר and one is אסור, that they both cause, um, cause a transformation, have an effect at the same time, it, um, we consider it uh, to be permitted. Um, and the rule in short is זה וזה גורם, as we'll see later on in the chapter, that since you have two items, that both of them equally um, cause and have the effect um, on the dough and cause it to leaven, um, it is permitted. And since teruma is permitted for the kohen, um, it is permitted for him to eat it, even though the other piece um, of sourdough that causes the bread to leaven is kileha kerem. So, v'chen, tevalim shele teruma v'shele kileha kerem shenaflu letocha kedera. So too, if you had spices of teruma or of kileha kerem that fell into a dish, below be'ehad me'en kedeh le'tabel, and none, neither of, and neither of them had enough to spice the dish totally, totally. Uvishnehem kedeh le'tabel, but when the two of them are combined, it is enough to spice the dish. Ota kedera asura le'israel shere davar asur lahem tibela umuteret lakohanim. That dish is prohibited for a regular Jew because both items are forbidden for him and the dish was spiced by um, forbidden things as we mentioned anything that is spices um, a dish is forbidden and because both of them spice the dish it is per- prohibited for the Jew but is permitted for the Kohen because um, again and one of the items that caused the change and had the effect was teruma, which is permitted for him to eat. Halachat yod dalit. Tevalim shehen shenaim o shelosha shemot mimin echad, o shelosha minim mishem echad, mistarifim letabel velesor, vechen lehamez. If you have spices of one um, type of, of, yes, if you have spices of one type, but they're different of different categories, or three um spices that are of the same 
type. So again, if you have condiments of one species, but of two or three different types, or three species, but all under the same type, so they um, combine uh, together to act as seasoning agents and render a mixture forbidden. And the same applies for leavening agents. Ketzad, how so? If you have leaven of wheat and leaven of barley. Since both of them are considered leaven, they are not considered two different species. Rather, they are one species. And if combined together, yes, and they are combined together in estimating the amount required to leaven a batch of um, dough that is um, made out of wheat. That they again combine together in estimating the amount required to leaven a batch of dough that is made out of wheat. If the flavor, obviously, of the combination is that of wheat, of wheat, or a batch of barley dough, if the flavor of that combination is um, barley. When we said that one species with three categories, how exactly does that apply? If you had three types of parsley, parsley that was grown by um, a stream of a body of water, or uh, parsley that was um, planted by a meadow, or parsley that was planted by a garden. Even though each of them belongs to a separate category, they are all of the same species, they are all a type of parsley, therefore they combine together um, insofar as uh, seasoning, um, as a seasoning, as they are called a seasoning, one seasoning agent. If you have leaven of teruma or of um, or leaven of kileha kerem, or if you had a um, a seasoned dish that seasoning of teruma or orla or kileha kerem fell into it. The rule is the following. If the, there is enough leaven to leaven the dough, had it been matzah, had it been unleavened bread, or if the sufficient, if the seasoning is enough to season the entire dish, had it not been seasoned, the entire thing is prohibited. Yes, But if there is not enough to season the dish or to cause the unleavened bread to leaven, they um, we 
measure them based on the proportions that Hachamim gave. Tiruma, we estimate uh, in a ratio of 1 to 100, and Orla and Kileha Kerem, we measure in at a rate of 1 to 200. Halacha Yod Zain. Hateruma ma'ala et ha'orla ve'et kile ha'kerem. Teruma is counted to, and included to neutralize a mixture of kile ha'kerem and orla. Ketzad, how so? Se'at teruma shenafla le'tish'ar ve'tish'im hulin ve'acharkach nafal la'kol hatsi se'ah shele'orla o shele'chile ha'kerem en kan isur orla ve'lo isur kile ha'kerem she'are ala be'ehad matayim ve'af al'pi she'miksat ha'matayim teruma. So if you have one se'ah of teruma that fell into 99 se'ah of hulin. And then half a se'ah of orla or kile'eha kerem um, fell into the mixture. No prohibition, um, there isn't really any, yes, no prohibition results because of the orla or the kile'eha kerem since they are neutralized um, one part because yes, because they are neutralized um, in a, at a 1 to 200 ratio, even though the 200 consists of teruma. So too, orla and kileha kerem are included to neutralize a mixture of teruma. Ketzad, how so? So if you had 100 um, se'a of orla that fell in, yes, if you have 100 se'a of orla or of kile'a kerem that fell into 20,000 se'a of hulin, the entire mixture, which would amount to 20,000 20, to um, 100, which um, is also a ratio of 1 to 200. And if one se'ah of terumah fell into, um, yes, fell into the 100 se'ah of the mixture, the entire mixture is permitted since the terumah became neutralized at a part of 1 to, um, to, to 100. Even though the entire, even though the one hundred consists of orla and kile hakerem. Halacha yod tet. V'chen haorla ma'ala et kile hakerem v'chile hakerem et haorla v'chile hakerem et kile hakerem v'haorla et haorla. So to orla also also um, um, neutralizes a mixture of kile hakerem. And kile hakerem also neutralizes a mixture of orla, and kile hakerem also neutralizes a mixture of kile hakerem, and orla also neutralizes a mixture of orla. Ketzad, how so? Ma time se ashele orla o shele kile hakerem shenaflu le arbaim elef hulin. If you had um, two hundred seeds of orla or kile hakerem that fell into forty thousand se'ah of hulin. 
which would be a ratio of 1 to 200. And then you had um, two, yes, and then into each 200 se'ah of the mixture fell a se'ah of orla or kil'eha kerem. The entire mixture is permitted. Since the um, yes, because once the prohibited item that originally fell in became batel, the entire mixture um, became hulin, and, and yes, and yes, the entire mixture is considered um, hulin, yes. Mahila. Halacha chaf. If a garment was dyed with color made out of shells of orla, it is to be burned. So, because orla is, again, asur behana'a, also its dye and anything that is extracted from it is also um, asur behana'a. Nit'arev ba'aharim ya'arev be'ehad umatayim. If the dye, if the garment, rather, uh, was mixed with others, it is um, it is neutralized at a rate at a at the proportion of one to two hundred. V'chen tavshil shebishelo bekilpe orla ufat sheafaya bekilpe orla o bekil ehakerem yisaref hatavshil vehapat sharehana yatoni keret bahen nit arevu baacherim yalu beehad umatayim. So too, food that was cooked with fire of shells made from orla fruit or bre- bread that was baked with the fire of shells of orla fruit or the produce of vinya of yes of kileha kerem must be burned since the use since yes the use made out of these forbidden things is clear and evident in all of these items but if they become mixed with others um, they are um, batel at a proportion of one um, to two hundred Halacha kaf alef. V'chen beged she'arag bo melo hasit she'tzevao be'orla. So to a, um, if someone um, wove into a garment a seat length of um, of thread made out of, um, that the thread was dyed with orla, the seat um, is about uh, four centimeters. V'en yadua ezohi, and he doesn't know which thread um thread it is that was dyed with orla it is estimated at a proportion of 1 to 200 if ingredients of a dye of orla were mixed with ingredients of heter um, we estimated at a rate of 1 to 200 if it is a liquid dye as opposed to ingredients um it um, it is batel berov. You only need a majority. Hahamim did not um, prohibit um, liquids because there isn't any re- because there isn't any real um, mamashut with regards to um, to a liquid. tanur orla ben hadash ben yashan. An oven that was heated with um, shells 
of orla fruit. Again, shells of orla fruit are asur behanaa, um, or if they were heated with um, seeds of kerem, which are also asur behanaa. Um, whether the oven was new, whether it was old, yutsan ve'acharkach yahem oto ba'atze heter. The oven should be um, allowed to cool, and then it can be heated um, with um, with branches or with art items that are permitted. Be'im bishel ba kodem sheyusan ben pat ben tavshil hareze asur bahanaya. But if someone cooked um, some type of food in that oven before it was cooled, whether it um, whether he baked bread or whether he cooked a dish, that dish would be prohibited to, for one to obviously eat and to derive benefit because the improvement of the f- dish or of the bread or of the food was caused by um, items of Isur, by fuel, if you would say, of Isur. Um, and that's what, yes, again, the improvement of the food um, was caused by items that are prohibited. That's why the oven has to be allowed to cool. And then the, um, and then permitted fuel should be um, put in, and then um, you can cook the dish. But if you cook the dish without allowing the the heat caused by the isur by the kilpe orla or kile hakerem, the dish is prohibited. Garaf et kol haesh ve'acharkach bishel o afa behumo shel tanur hareze mutar share atze isur halchulahen. If one raked out all of the um, fuel, all of the um, branches and all of the fire and all of the ashes, and then you cooked or baked with the heat of the oven, even though, again, yes, presently there isn't anything of Isur, you took out all of the fuel of Isur, it is per- the dish or bread is permitted, because the um, prohibited fuel disappeared and are no longer present. Halacha kaf gimal. Ke'arot vechosot ugderot utz lohiyot shebishelan hayoser bekilpe orla hara elu asurin bahanaya share davar asur bahanaya asa otan heres. If um, you had, if you have a potter who um, made plates, cups, or dishes, or flasks um, in a fire um, made out of kilpe orla, with shells of orla fruit, they are forbidden for one to derive benefit since it is the fuel that fueled the fire, which is, and the fuel is asur bahanaya, and this is what transformed them and caused them um, to become um, to become an actual dish that we can use. The transformation is caused by things that are isur. Now, in the previous halacha, even though the oven was heated, and some of the heat was produced by Isur Hana'a, um, by the Kipe Orla, because we added the Atseheter, the fuel that was permitted, the rule is, as we mentioned again, Zevezegorem, if you have an item of Isur and Heter that both have an effect, then the, um, then the product is 
permitted. However, in this case, you only have um, one uh, fuel. You only have the the kilpeh orla that form and heat the um, the utensils. That's why um, it is they those are forbidden, and that's why um, the bread um, or dish that we mentioned before that was um, again heated that you had an oven and it was heated by by orla, but it was allowed to cool and then um, fuel that was mutar uh, was added to it because of the rule of zebeze gorem that the dish or uh, bread in that case would be permitted but in this case with the utensils that were heated by orla, it is prohibited because um, it was transformed by Something that was a surbahana hakafdalit. Pacha bishela algabege halim shela atse orla mutarim. Bread that was baked over coals, um, over coals that um, were or that were of orla wood are permitted. Shekevan shena asu gehalim halach isuran af alpik. Since they were made into um, into coals, its prohibited element has disappeared, even though they are still hot. That the the rule here is that the isur hanaa does not pass from the um, from the from the wood of the orla to the coals. If you had a dish um, that was cooked with um, with kilpe uh, orla or kilehakerem, then and then um, permit then fuel of heter is added. The um, The dish is prohibited, even though you have two things that um, cause the transformation. Even though you have the zevezegorem, and why is that? Because while it was being, um, even though yes, both fuels contributed to the cooking, it, while it was being cooked. By the Isur, the forbidden fuel was not yet added. And the result is that part of the cooking was done um, by permitted fuel, but part of it was done only with forbidden fuel, and that's why it is prohibited. Halakha kaf he Netia shele orlash nit areva bintiot Vechen arugash lechile hakerem ba arugot Hareze loket lechatehila min hakol if a small plant of orla got mixed up with many other plants, also if a garden bed of kileha kerem got mixed up with many other um, garden beds, um, one can pick a priori from all of them. If the if the proportion is two hundred permitted 
plants to one forbidden plant or 200 garden beds to one forbidden garden bed. All that is picked is um, permitted. But if it was less, all of them, if the proportion was less than 1 to 200, then anything that you take is forbidden. Then why did Hamim allow someone to pick in the first place? Would it not have been logical to forbid the whole thing until one first takes the trouble to remove the prohibited plant or garden bed because the answer is that our presumption is that a person wouldn't risk rendering his entire vineyard or garden bed for the sake of one plant and had he been aware of it he for sure would have removed it and we assume that it was not that the it was not mixed, the, the forbidden plants weren't mixed um, purposely with the other ones. Halakha kavav. Hama'amid gevina bisraf page orla, o bekevat tikrovet avodazara, o behomet yain shel lagoim, hareze asur bahanaya, aval pishehu min beshe enomino, baval pishehu kol shehu. So if someone curdled milk in order to make cheese with the sap of unripe figs that are orla or in the stomach of an animal that was um, a tikrovit avodazara that is to be sacrificed for an avodazara and designated to be wor- to be um, sacrificed again to an avodazara to avodazara or if it was um, Vinegar made out of yain nesech, of goyim, obviously. Sorry, if it was, no, not, not yain nesech, if it was vinegar that was made out of wine of goyim, all of which are prohibited. Um, so, yeah, the law is, is that it is prohibited to derive any benefit from these things. Even it is min besha'eno mino, and even though um, it is any small amount. Because in all of these cases, these cause the transformation and what cause the milk to turn into cheese. So the transformation is caused by something that is asur bahana'a. Therefore, um, the cheese is prohibited despite the fact that it is mean besha enomino and despite the fact that it is a very very small quantity both of which again are subhana'a the rule regarding uh, the produce and the produce of orla and kileha kerem is that they are to be burned and any liquid or drink that is made that was extracted from them is to be buried because it is impossible to burn the drinks so that's how we discard um, and don't derive any benefit uh, with the with the produce and liquid of orlan now we'll deal with mixtures that have to do with yain nesich from here until yes the end of the chapter we'll deal with this topic as you mentioned in Perek Tidvav, um, the smallest quantity 
of Yain uh, Nesich, which is wine that is uh, to be brought um, for Avodah Zarah. Yes. Um, any, the smallest quantity of Yain Nesich, if it is mixed with regular wine, the entire thing is forbidden for one to derive benefit. Halacha Kafhet. Yes, the second part of Halakha Kafhet. Bamed Evarim Amurim. When does this apply? Beshehurak Hayayin Hamutar Atipa Shelayayin Nesech. This is when the permitted wine was poured on a drop of Yayin Nesech. By the way, the word Hurak means to empty, and it comes from the word Rek, and here it means to, to pour. Aval Im Aira Yayin Nesech Misilsul Katan Detochabor Shelayayin. But if one poured Yayin Nesech, from a small jar into a vat of regular wine, even if he poured from this, again, small jar of wine that contained Yainesech into a vat of regular wine, even if he poured the entire day, we say that, that every drop is, is batel. And this touches on this idea that we mentioned a couple of chapters ago that the Gemara deals with as well of Tata Agavar, that if the, whatever is contained on the bottom, um, that is what will determine if it is um, Mutar or Asur. Uh, if anyone wants to look, it is in uh, Perik Tetvav, where we discuss this with the piece of meat and the milk that fell onto it. <coughs> If, however, one emptied out and poured from a large jug or from a barrel, whether if he poured from the permitted to the prohibited, or whether he poured from the prohibited to the permitted, everything is prohibited because there is a continuous um, flow from the larger barrel and you can't really say Rishon Rishon Batil that every drop was neutralized because everything pours um, pretty much in one um, in one flow and in a continuous way Halacha Chavtet Nitarev Setam Yenam Bayain If Setam Yenam got mixed with um, with regular wine Hareze Oser Bechol Shehu Bishtiya It is any amount that falls in, of again, setam yinam into regular wine, any amount that falls in is prohibited for a Jew to drink it. But it may be sold, but the entirety of it must be sold to non-Jews. But one should, again, sell it to the Goy, but deduct the value of the setam yinam, throw that value into Yamamelach and get rid of it, and you can derive benefit from the remainder of the money of which the value was for the regular wine. So too, if a, if a um, barrel of yain nesich got mixed with many barrels of regular wine the entire thing is forbidden for one to drink and consume but permitted um, for one to derive benefit therefore if one sells the entire uh, barrel to yes if he sells the entire 
<clears throat> One second, mechila. Yes, to sell the value um, of the yain nesech. No, you, rather, you can sell the entire thing to a goy, take the value of the yain nesech, throw that in yam hamelach, um, and then can benefit from the rest of the, um, of the, yes, of the value of the regular wine. And just as a reminder, Satam Yanam is prohibited to for one to drink and prohibited um, for one to derive benefit. The prohibition of deriving benefit is Midivre uh, Soferim. Halacha. Yes. Bechen Behavich Satam Yanam. And the same thing applies regarding a barrel of Satam Yanam. Halacha Lamid. Maim Shinit Arevu Bayain. O Yain Bamaim. Benotentam Mipeneshehen Min Besheenumino. If water was mixed with wine or wine was mixed in water. The, the measure that we use, um, the measure, yes, it depends on whether it imparted a flavor since water and wine are two different types of liquids and it's min she'en omino. amurim, when does this apply? This only applies when the permitted liquid fell into the Prohibited liquid. However, if the prohibited um, liquid fell into the permitted liquid, we say that every drop became batel. This is provided that it was that it fell in from a small jug. That it was poured and emptied very slowly and how would and, and in which way um, would water and how can water however be forbidden for example if the wa- water was worshipped or if it was to be brought um, for Avodazara uh, if anyone remembers from Avodazara a body of water Cannot really be, um, cannot really be worshipped so long as the water is on the floor, um, and cannot, uh, and a goy can't simply bow down to the ocean, for example, and forbid the entire ocean. Rather, we're talking about if the water was collected in some type of jug or some type of container, then it can the water can be forbidden. Halachai lamed aleph bor sheleyain shenafal letocho kiton shelemaim tehila. If you had a vat of wine that a jug of water fell into it first and then yain uh, nesech fell into it as well, we... Um, the permitted wine, yes, the wine that was um, originally there, we regarded as if it were not there, and the white water which fell in should be estimated against the yain nesech. If the water is more than the yain nesech and can and neutralize the flavor of the yain nesech, um, the whole mixture is allowed. And hahamim were lenient um, only regarding the estimation of min bemino because min bemin sorry with min she'enomino because min bemino is more strict, and in this case the water um, that originally 
fell into the wine that was mutar since um, so we use this water to be mevatel the yain nesech and regarding bitul of min beminove davar aher shenit arevu we mentioned in perek titvav and this is only for isurim that are batel beshishim and therefore um, the water if the water is enough to neutralize the wine the entire mixture is mutar yain nesech shenafal al anavim if uh, yain nesech fell on a bunch of grapes yedihen vehen mutarin ba'akhila the grapes should be washed and then they would be permitted for consumption vehim hayum mevuka'ot ben shaya yain yashan ben shaya hadash but if the grapes were split open whether the wine was old whether the wine was new, the following is the rule. If the wine, again, this is Yain Nesech, gave, gave taste in these grapes that were split open, these grapes are forbidden to derive benefit from, from yes, these grapes are prohibited for one to derive benefit from them. But if it did not, the Yain Nesech did not give taste in the grapes, it is permitted, they are, the grapes are permitted to be I'm eaten, provided uh, they are washed. Halachal lamid gimal. Nafal agabet te'enim. Hara elu mutarot. Mipeneshe ha'yayin pogem beta'am ha'te'enim. If, however, yayin esich fell onto te'enim, te'enim are figs. If, if yayin esich again fell on figs, the figs are permitted, since the wine um, actually um, spoils the flavor of the figs, and as we mentioned in Perek Tetvav, and that towards the end of the chapter, noten ta'am lifgam mutar, anything that gives a damaging taste to the other, um, even though the thing that gives damaging taste is asur, uh, the mixture is permitted. Halachala medalid, yain nesech shenafal al hachitim, hara elu asurot ba'achila umutarot bahanaya, veloim kerem lagoy, shema yahzor veim kerem di Yisrael. If yain nesech fell onto wheat, the wheat are forbidden to be eaten, but permitted to derive benefit from them. But, but they should not be sold to a goy, because the goy may go back and sell it to a Jew. Ella ketzad hu ose, rather what should be done? Tohen otan ve'ose mehen pat, umukhra lagoyim, shelo bifne Yisrael, kede shelo ikhu... So, the, what then should you do again with this yain um, nesech that fell onto the, to the onto wheat? Um, you should grind the wheat, then bake it into bread, then sell the bread to a goy when no Jew is present. Um, that way, no Jew would then buy the bread from the Goy because bread from Goyim is prohibited, as we'll see in the next chapter. But why then don't we check the wheat if they absorb taste um, from the Yain Nesech? Because the fact is, is that wheat is absorbent and wine would definitely be uh, swallowed by them. And the fact, the truth is, is that grains of wheat are in fact absorbent, do, they do absorb uh, liquid, and, um, and that's why uh, we assume that um, the wheat 
did um, that the yainesech did affect the taste of the wheat. Halacha lamidhe, last halacha. Yainesech shechmitz benafal etoch chometz shechar. Oser bechol sheum ipne shehu bemino sheshenehen chometz henef yainesech became fermented and fell into fermented beer. Any amount of the yainesech renders the beer forbidden because it is min uh, bemino because it is the same type the same species as the two of them are chometz as the two of them are vinegar. If wine got mixed with vinegar, whether the vinegar fell into the wine or whether the wine fell into the vinegar, uh, we estimate based on if it uh, imparted um, flavor. Because they are mean besheenomino. Uh, because again, we're dealing with wine and vinegar, but in the previous case, yain yain nesech that became uh, fermented and um, beer that became fermented as well um, would both be um, would both be considered min bemino because they're both chometz. And with that, we finish this technical and difficult chapter of perik tetzayin. Soon we will bezat Hashem finish hilchot machlot asurot doing. Perik Shiva Asar, uh, hopefully uh, either today or tomorrow. Baruch Adonai Amen Ve Amen.